Here we go, at the top of the class on a roll And it's time to run it up, yeah you know Maxed out, put the pedal to the floor Ay, On a roll, here we go, here we go Yeah we winning by a landslide Never see me coming, I'm a landmine Yeah, I ain't taking orders in command like Yeah, you about to see me on demand like You know on demand If you ain't know, you about to understand Yeah, I got the team by my side Yo, what is up, everybody? Thank you for joining in for another episode of Chopping It Up Podcast. What's up? Ooh, my producer on the mic number three today. We got a special guest. I think all of our guests are special, by the way. Of course. Our special guest for the day uh, on today's Chopping It Up Podcast, which is brought to you by Burbank Enterprises. Uh, thank you for listening in. Again, if you get some uh, anything from this podcast, please go share it. Tell a friend about the podcast and let them know what we're doing here. We just uh, we're just here to help you guys grow. But uh, <clears throat> to my left, I have my sister in law, my beautiful sister in law, Abigail. Um, tell them uh, tell them a little about yourself, a little bit about yourself, and uh, you know, see what's up. Tell them what you got. Okay. Well, my name is Abigail. Um, I am a single mom. I'm actually a widow. Um, like Sam said, I am his sister-in-law. Um, I have two beautiful children. Uh, my daughter, Josette, is 15, and my son, Xavier, is 9. Josette will be on the podcast pretty soon, by the way, and because she is the smartest 15-year-old girl I've ever known in my whole life. She's smarter than a lot of 30-year-olds, by the way. Let's just go back a little bit. Abigail's my sister-in-law. Obviously, she's a widow. She's a sister-in-law to she's a sister-in-law to me by my brother, who unfortunately lost his battle with leukemia, but he fought to the very end. Uh, hence, why the keep grinding till you die. That's where my kind of uh, what I, you know, when I live life, it's basically based on his his journey because that's what he did. He fought every single day until, uh, unfortunately, God chose him chose to take him home. Uh, that being said. When he, you know, when he decided it was his time, he left, uh, of course, Abby and uh, the, his two beautiful children, my niece and nephew. So, um, you know, again, this podcast is about learning. This podcast is about moving forward. This podcast is about teaching you, uh, the listener. <laughs> but uh, this podcast is, like I said, it's about like uh, just figuring out what it takes to put one foot in front of the other. Like you can never stop. You got to keep grinding. That's 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 what I live by. You know that's what I preach. That's 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 what we do, right? Um, and everybody who I have the pleasure of being, you know, with or consult, or, you know, being a part of their lives, I try to preach that. So that's what Abigail does. Uh, that's what she did. Um, you know, I'm not going to go too much in, you know, what what your journey has consisted of. Uh, how how long has my brother been? How long has it been since he passed away? He passed away in 2015. So it'll be seven years. Seven years since he passed away. So that's a long time. I mean, <clears throat> God rest his soul. Abigail has to move on. Um, a lot of, you know, I would say in-laws. Uh, I mean, I'm, you know, being being her in-law, there you got you get tested. I mean, I've been tested. <clears throat> and, For sure. Uh, you know, and what I what I mean by I've been tested, like it's hard to see my niece and nephew and my sister-in-law. You know, with 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 somebody else. You know what I'm saying? But you have to move on, right? And my niece and nephew, um, you know, I've always been there for them, as Marie has as well. We ne will never leave their side, nor will none of your in-laws. You know that you you know you got into as a you know by marriage. Uh, my mom and dad, basically. I'm just I'm talking about them, sister, yeah. blah, blah blah, right? Um, but you have to move on, right? And you have to uh, yes, you have to figure out. What it takes to recreate yourself, almost, in your scenario, right? Um, I can't imagine being there. So the whole topic of the show today is starting over. So Abigail, tell us, tell us your um, your whole journey of starting over and how life mm -hmm. is. Um, so honestly, I know a lot of people don't know um, because I haven't really shared it with a lot of people, but. Um, a week before JR passed away, we knew he was going to pass away. 
And we took that time to talk. We had hours and hours of conversations. And we kind of went back and forth. And, you know, I asked him everything that I could. And, you know, he told me, he's like, I want you to move on. I want you to be happy. I want you to find somebody. He said, I want the kids to have somebody in their lives, you know, to guide them, you know, to be a father figure. Um, and that's what he wanted for me, you know. And, you know, I remember feeling like I can't do this alone. And he would tell me, I believe in you. I know that you can do it. You you got this. You're strong. You're stronger than you know. Um, how, and, how long were y'all married, by the way? Just uh, 13 years. 13 years. 13 years. years. Um, we he, were high school sweethearts. So mm-hmm. when he passed away, we had been together half our lifetime together. So it's hard. We grew up together. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we were together before we were 21. So we learned to drink, to party, to do everything, these, everything, right. you know, we, we were, we did everything by the book. You know, we got married before we lived together. Um, we bought a house right after we got married. You know, we got married through church. We just, we just did everything by the book just because that's the way we both believe we should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember telling him like, I, I don't know where to start. Where am I going to start? What, what am I going to do? And, I remember he said, well, first of all, you got to get a job. <laughs> and, you Wait, know, you were working like, what do you mean? Like, uh, well, no, I was I actually quit my job when he was sick. Um, I want to say it was maybe six months into his illness. I decided that he needed me more and I wanted to be there for him um, to take care of him, to advocate for him. So I quit my job and wow. my whole my job from then on which i don't consider a job it was just my life um was to take care of him to be with him in the hospital um i remember for about two or three months i actually lived in the hospital i stayed with him every night and you had and you had you had kids you had kids right i mean how old were they so xavier was about two years old and jazz was probably like seven or eight oh, the wow. smartest girl I know, um so xavier's actually really smart too. Yeah, he's, really smart. he's very <laughs> he's, smart he's not a girl though <laughs> um so my life consisted of every morning i would wake up around four or five in the morning i would get dressed i would tell him bye i would drive to tell who bye i would tell jared bye okay um you know and we were at md anderson so from there i would drive to my mom's house in houston I would make sure that the kids were dressed and ready for school. I would take them to school. I actually would take Xavier to um, daycare. Um, and then he actually went to. Um, she did all the mom duties. Like, yes. There was there yes. was no shortcut. Like nobody was there to help. I mean. Well, my mom helped. My yeah, mom I mean, helped no, a lot. But you, you, you had to freaking literally like you had to make all this happen. Your life yes. To life. Yeah. Yes. And but you're you it, it it revolved around taking care of him. Yes, and it did. I promise you, I'm, I'm gonna go out and say like, I'm ashamed of this sometimes, but I would go months sometimes without going to see him because he was in the hospital for how long? Almost. I mean, how? Uh, and by the way, uh, he he was diagnosed with leukemia. Yes. Uh, in what year? July oh. of twenty. Uh, 13 2013 so it was right after Xavier turned one and I and I know he came home once or twice um, you know for a, a brief stint to just relax at home obviously he was still under a bunch of uh, you know doctor's yes. orders but for the for the majority of his illness how long did he stay in the hospital at MD Anderson I want to say close to two years. So two years, you were going back and forth, driving back and forth, taking the kids. Again, I remember he was home for at least a week one time, right? But, yes. Uh, he got it. It just it came back. He had to go back. I mean, yes. he went back to the hospital. You, I mean, the same routine started all over again, basically, right? Correct. And the one time that they did allow him to come home, I want to say it was right before Thanksgiving, and they let him. They actually let him stay through Christmas. Oh yeah, I remember. You that. know, remember and, that. and that was. It was wonderful, you know, to have him home. Uh, but there was one condition that they told me. I had to learn to 
give him all his medication through IV method. And every day I would have to drive to MD Anderson to pick it up because it was prepared that day. And you lived in Humble at the time, right? And Correct. To medical center and back? Correct. Every so every day around lunchtime, I would grab my cooler. I would make sure he was taken care of, make sure he was comfortable, make sure he had everything he needed close to him. Um, I would drive to MD Anderson with my little cooler. I would park, get off, you know, go to the second floor and I would go to the pharmacy and I would pick up all his IVs for the day. So I would put them all in my little um, ice chest and then I would drive back home. So there's no doubt. There's no doubt this was a struggle. Right. And this is kind of what I want to make sure everybody knows, like the struggle that you had to endure. I mean, obviously, he's fighting an illness. You know, and when I, when I, you know, saw him, he was in a lot of pain. He was, he, he was, he was suffering. And I I actually prayed a few times to, you know, Hey, please let him stop suffering. And no, you know, and to this day, I commend you for being there every single day for him. Like you never left his side. I mean, I, I, I really, you know, really, really, um, hold you and praise you, you know, myself, because you did that, right? I mean, there's not a lot of people that would do that. I mean, there is, but, like, you never left aside. That's, and I just want to point that out, right? <clears throat> but, you know, finally, you know, it was his time, right? It was his time. Yeah. Um, you know, he he got to say goodbye. Um, you know, uh, obviously, you know, the, the night you left him for the final time. Um, and then... Um, now, now now it's time to start over right now it's time yeah. to you know it's time to uh you know fulfill his wishes that he had for you which yeah. is to find somebody to be able to make sure that um you know his his beautiful kids were you know gonna have a father figure which that's me by the way all the time not scared i mean i'm always i was yes. there but i know and, and i appreciate it because i mean you are and you know you're not their dad but they do look up to you they do count on you for a lot of things and they know that you can be there that oh. you will be there for them always, always. you know yeah. they know that they can depend on you and like but there's still never you be... but, there's, but there's still you right yes. you, you, there's still you in yes. your heart and what you need to fulfill for you right right and you know that's that's totally something different so that's where that's where we're getting at now like starting over Right. Yes. Uh, trust me, people are gonna say, "Wow, look at her! Wow, this! Wow, that!" They're gonna judge. And they have. people. No, are they're always they're, gonna have opinions. Yeah. Right? Yes. <clears throat> and but then that's like that is like that's gonna that that shouldn't hold you back from starting over because you have to eventually <laughs> have to start over, right? <laughs> no. So I know in the beginning that was one of my priorities, and I know that I looked at a lot of what people said. You know. It, a lot of it did come back to me and you know i it come would back hurt to you. me what do you mean what do you mean like i would hear about it you know through the grapevine or whatever hear, hear or, what? so like you would try so, to start over and then you would hear stuff and then well, you would just like, kind yes, of like exactly fall back and think like, maybe not well a little bit of both people you know, don't like, want to, people didn't want to see you start over exactly. because they felt my brother was a very important part and they were like how can you start over right? exactly exactly um and I let it affect me a lot, you know. Um, I've been told in the past that it would never be a good time to move on. It would never be okay for me to move on, you know. But in my opinion, I felt like, look, I'm young. These are people that have never walked in your shoes, by the way. Exactly. And, And, you know, and that did make me doubt. That did make me feel like, you know, well, maybe I should never move on. Maybe I shouldn't. But in the end, you know, I thought about it and I said, I'm young and I deserve to find love and happiness again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not fair because they're not in my shoes. They And I don't wish this on anybody, not even my worst enemy do I wish this on, you know, um, to have somebody that you love and that you spent half your lifetime with, you know, your best friend. I didn't just lose a husband. I lost... I mean, he was everything. He was my best friend. He was the father of my children, you know, so to lose. 
He was someone. A guy, he was a damn good man, by the way. Yes, he he, he was took the care best. Of me a lot, by the way. Stubborn and as hell, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, but for for someone to say, you know, you don't deserve to find that happiness. I mean, that's to me, that's very cruel. Yeah. Um. But in the beginning, I just I let it hurt me, you know, and I, I just kind of it pushed me back a little bit, you know. Um. But. Now I've grown as a person of a lot spiritually. Um, it's probably a CrossFit quest. I've done, <laughs> I've done a lot of self healing, plug, plug for CrossFit, um, meditation, and all that has helped me to get to where I am. You know, I don't care what anybody says. I really don't. It's their opinion. You're entitled to your opinion, but your opinion is not going to bother me. It's not going to affect the way. I react, you know, it, like they say, your reaction, the way you react is, um, what's that quote, Sam? Oh, um, don't ask him. Don't ask him. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm but, the but slaughter it, king of quotes, okay? okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. I mean, I'm sure I'll think, think about it. before you react, maybe? I don't know. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't react to it anymore. It's just like everyone is going to have their opinion, hey. and that's fine. You know, I, I but will, I'm not gonna let the let it affect me. I will quote my brother-in-law, which is uh, we just we just did a show with him, uh, Truman. Yeah, uh, and, and it's really something that it really <laughs> resonates uh, with me say. a lot now. First of all, it's 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 actually a couple. It's you don't sleep on my pillow, and you don't pay my bills, right? So yeah, is, and until you do that, you cannot tell me, you know, and expect for me to live by your opinion because I'm not. So Abigail, um, I have a question for you. What was the hardest part of starting over? I would say the hardest part about starting over was to, was pretty much just giving, getting over the fact that people's views, what they thought about me, um, what they were going to say about me. Like that was one of the hardest things to me, um, I read a book. Uh, it's called Love, Lucas, and it's by Chantel Segwick. I hope I'm saying it right. We'll, um, have, to, we'll have to put that put that link for that book in this uh, in the podcast. And I just want to read this small portion of it. Okay. So it says, I feel like I'm betraying Lucas, though, that me being happy will make him sad. I'm supposed to be grieving. And I feel guilty that I'm getting to experience these amazing things that you, that he never got to feel. He sighed. You think he'd be sad to know you're living your life and that you're happy? I don't think so. I think he'd be proud of you for moving on. You don't have to forget someone to move on. They can still be with you. And all the memories you had together, they never go away. When I read this, I was like, you know what? That's true. I deserve to be happy. I shouldn't feel I shouldn't feel sad or guilty to move on. You know? Well, he would want this for me. Yeah, and especially if you and him had the conversation, right? Correct. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's actually a, a very like an awesome quote, right? I mean, so that did that when you read that, did that just lead you like, okay, you know what? It's time for me to like obviously flip the switch uh, you know there's content creators out there that are just doing amazing things and really it's about them sharing their stories and helping people cope with problems that they have or I say it's a problem but really this is a this is a life issue that a lot of people go through and I, I can I can tell that whatever you're doing is you're helping people you know see and realize what it takes to start over what they really need to look for while starting over now without going into you know relationships that you've had you know since my brother passed away have have you had you know anything that taught you on what you're relating or what you're putting out there you know to the people that you know dating abby is you know you know teaching people i mean or is or is this something like you just you just feel in your heart i need to share it I need to like make sure that you know the people out there, mainly females, obviously, yes, right? Yes. All right. So, tell female. us how tell us how you started 
the whole dating Abby and why? Thank you. So <laughs> actually I was going out on dates and it is so different than it used to be back then, you know? So I was on a few dating apps, you know, and the things that I experienced on these dates were just crazy. And and I don't say this to say that I had bad experiences because they weren't, not all of them. I've really rarely had any bad experiences, but some of them were weird. Some of them were different. Um, some things were a little funny. Um, and I would go back and I would share it with my coworkers and I'd be like, so I went on this date and I would tell them what happened. And, you know, this just kind of became a thing. And a few of my coworkers were like, man, you need to like start some kind of thing. You need to share this. Like, this is freaking hilarious. Like, did this really happen? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, this this really happened. Okay, so give us a scenario. Tell me like what really happened. What 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 did your coworkers wait, 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 wait. say? I, ha- I had a question. Oh. Craziest date. The craziest date. Okay. Um, so the craziest date, um, I, I never share anybody's name on my um, TikToks. I give them all names. So this guy we're going to call the Island Boy. Because he was from... Because I'm Island Because <laughs> he was from, from an island, right? So he was also a personal trainer, you know? And me wanting to get more into my fitness i was like you know this this will be great you know i'm looking for someone that's interested in the same things that i'm interested in you know so did he I crossfit agree- did he crossfit he did not crossfit oh, i would have that would have been a red flag right there <laughs> i would have just cut him off right there so i agreed to go on a date um we were gonna meet up at uh sharky's so which is not that far from here mm-hmm. so first thing that should have been a red flag is he was like, he told me he walked everywhere. And I'm like, okay, he's from the island. He's into fitness. So, okay. But then, so we, he's like, last minute, he's like, you know what, hun? It's going to take me forever to get there. And I want to be on time. Can you pick me up? And I'm like, this is first date. And he's asking me to pick him up. What the fuck? So, exactly. <laughs> Red flag number two. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, okay, sure. You know, like, I'll pick you up. So, I picked him up, you know. Went to Sharky's. Was he at least in the, in the neighborhood? or? Did yeah, you... he was in the neighborhood. Right, he was in right. the neighborhood. So you didn't, because gas is crazy <laughs> right now. Yeah. So we went to Sharky's. You know, he ordered this one meal or whatever with different shrimp. And his car came... didn't work. Huh? His no, car, no, no. <laughs> that, that was fine. You know, and, and it was actually interesting because he showed me which sauce went with each different type of shrimp. You know, which I was like, I never knew that a shrimp had its special sauce, you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you so, think because he was from the island? Yes, exactly. <laughs> that That's why, because he was from the island. Oh, He's my God. Island so he knew boy. what went with what. And he was talking about his country and all that, you know? So, okay. So the date's going great. Everything. We're talking about fitness. He's actually giving me advice because I'm talking about pull-ups and how I can't manage to freaking get pull-ups. I'm like, I know the strength is there. But it's just the technique. So he was giving me advice on that, you know. Whatever. We eat. We have a few uh, tall beers, you know, whatever. And then he's like, let's have a walk on the pier. You know, and I was like, okay, you know, it's a little romantic. All right, we'll, we'll do that. <laughs> so we walked. Did he say he doesn't like fishing? Because I would have doubted him. No, red flag. He, he didn't. Oh, okay. So we walked to the end of the pier. Um, and we're just, you know, and he's playing music, you know, like cool music, you know. And I'm like, Island Boy okay, music? probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, island Boy. Girl, so, when he said Island Boy, that would have been okay. another red flag. <laughs> well, it was before the Island Boys came out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was, I just gave him that name afterwards. So we get there, and he, he looks at the water, and he's like, I'm going to jump in. And oh, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, no, you're not. You know, I'm just thinking he's playing. He's like, no, seriously, I'm going to do a backflip in... Did he hit his head on the pier? No. Oh, that would be funny. So (laughs) next thing you know, my date (laughs) strips down, like to his tidy whities, and of course that's another red flag. flag. (laughs) Tidy whities. (laughs) Well, it wasn't tidy whities; it was boxers. But I pulled out my phone and I recorded it. Which oh, do you have the video? I can we please? Can we please share it? it. (laughs) But if anybody knows on Snap how to get deleted videos. 
please hit me up <laughs> because I would love to get that video back. Yeah, you can put a filter but, over his face or something. Yeah, Just, but he did a backflip. He did a backflip into the lake. And I was just like, did that really happen? You know? There's probably like um, two feet right there. He doesn't even know. He thinks I, it's all deep and shit. I don't know. But he went in there and, you know, he climbed out. And then he got dressed and he said, see, nobody even knows I went in there. So I was like, okay, that was freaking <laughs> weird, you know? So, uh, you know, I'm just kind of hey, like. I don't know if I'm like thinking to myself, <laughs> like, he's, he's a fucking badass motherfucker or he's stupid. I don't know. I'm on the, I'm on the but go oh, ahead. So. I'm like, at this point, I'm just like, okay, whatever, you know? Like, that, so you that had to was pick weird. him up because he didn't want to walk there. <laughs> he knew everything about shrimp. <laughs> but he paid for the tab. He did pay, pay for, for the tab. Okay, and, so he had you at know, least Sharkies, one thing going for him. Sharkies is not a cheap place, you know? <laughs> if you've ever been there, you know their food is delicious. And you eat shrimp, too. It's not, exactly. It's not a cheap place. So I was like, you know, he, he has jobs, you know? He got a little potential. Yes. So I was like, yeah, so this was weird. Maybe he was just trying to impress me, you know, because <laughs> you just never know. So I was like, okay, so we're going to end the date, you know, whatever. Well, now he needs a ride <laughs> to work. What the fuck? Wait, what the fuck? from Sharky's, he needs a ride <laughs> yes. straight to work. To so, work, right? Okay. Because he's like, you know, I'm kind of running late, but he, he takes. So he them. went on a date before work. Yes. And drank <laughs> beer before work. Okay. So... I don't know. Okay. I kind of like this guy, actually. <laughs> so, well, you're going to like him after this next oh, part. Oh, shit. So, obviously, he needs change. He had extra for clothes. For work. He had extra clothes. You know, he had his work uniform. Did he have so, a house? Huh? Or he lived on an island? No, he lived in a house. He had roommates. <laughs> so, we're driving. And next thing I know, I turn around and he's butt-ass naked in my car. Oh, shit. Yes. So, I was like wtf right and i was like you need to put your clothes on you know and of course he kind of referenced you know sex and i was just i just kind of looked at him crazy and i'm like you need to get your clothes on like now so i was trying to hurry up and get to his car because <coughs> he's trying to hang out of my sunroof and his thing is just going everywhere and i'm oh just like my you need to get out of my sunroof and you need to put your clothes on. I how many pumped, beers did he have? I would have pumped I don't the know brakes, how, kicked his naked ass out. To, and <laughs> so we get to his we get to his job, which was not that far. I stopped my car and I'm like, you need to get the F out of my car right now. I'm not kidding. And he was like Where's your mace at? <laughs> no, so I had at? my gun. <laughs> I actually had my gun right next Fuck to me. Mace. You know, right there. Did like, you have your hand on the trigger? Well, kind of. You know, I was like, if you don't get out of my car, I'm going to shoot his ass. But, like, literally. Anyway. <laughs> all in your face. <laughs> so, so, I was like, you need to get on, out my car right now. And he was like, but I'm still naked. I said, that's not my problem. You, you have two seconds to get out of my car. I guess you weren't impressed. No, not, not with, <laughs> no, I was not. So, he did he you know hurried up and he got on my car out of my car and um there was not a second date <laughs> i hope not <laughs> As you can, but that was one of my i guess dating abby starting point probably right yeah Dude, that, that's that was, fucking crazy that was um one of my my first dates that's so that i went on <laughs> i have another question it just popped in my head right now so how do you determine on uh, whether to go out on a date on a date like how like did they have to have like a certain amount of stars well there's like not do you really rate like on the dating apps do you get like stars like no. three stars four no, stars you, you actually don't <laughs> have you ever got catfish um do they got yelp reviews oh, <laughs> <laughs> yelp review. um i want to say catfish maybe a little they look different than what their oh, picture yeah. kind of looked like but you know not so much you know mm. Um, but I always, obviously, a big thing is I go off vibes, you know, you know, so we have to vibe and it's, I really can't explain it. Like I, I just feel it like it's your gut, you, gotta feel, you know, hey, it, it, you got to feel it in your heart, basically. Pretty much. That, that's so that's my thing. You got to feel it in your heart. If at the date, I don't feel like it's a, a potential, then I know, you know, I have to feel something. So Babe, I still feel that with you every day, by the way. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Wink. 
wink, wink. Ew. Come on, go. Yeah, crickets. Like, <laughs> cricket, cricket. Wow, jerk. Um, so, so, I mean, obviously, I, I look at everything on their profile. Like, do they smoke? If they smoke, do I want somebody that smokes in my I'm life? I'm going to tell you right no. now. If they don't CrossFit, don't even look at them, okay? And but, if they don't CrossFit at CrossFit Quest, then, yeah, that's another flag, all right? <laughs> I have so much questions. So many questions. Ask away. Come on, okay, let's go. Okay, so... People outside. I obviously don't know, but I'm asking the questions that the people want to know. I'm pretty exactly. sure. Go ahead. So, I'm how long do you too, talk to them before you actually go on a date with them? Okay, so like, how here, well do you know thing. them before you go on a date? Here's here's my thing. I feel that if we don't go out within a week of me talking to them, something's wrong with them. They're hiding something from me. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um, now hold up. Can you can you say that they're because people are listening like they're like oh wow that that's that's actually a good something to look at like, it's like that's a red flag obviously it's case by case but would you say that's something that everybody else can probably live by because this is dating Abby like this is you got a thousand followers now like yeah <laughs> people, so if they don't go if they don't want to meet up within <coughs> a week they're losers something something's wrong with them yes. They're and, felons. They're probably felons the, or something. These are the questions that I always ask. Here we go. And Write them down. Get your pen. Get your paper. <laughs> and this go. is crazy that you have to ask because, first of all, we're on dating apps, right? You're not just meeting them anywhere. This is a dating app. So I always ask, are you married? Are you single? <laughs> Wait, hold okay. up. Time out. If, are those how many questions times even... Wait, do, how, do those questions even mean anything these days? Because there's a lot of motherfuckers out there that don't care if you're married. How many exactly. times have they said, yes, I'm married? I have had, honestly, I've had at least three to four people that have admitted to being married. And then I turn into giving advice. <laughs> and I say... Wait, you, you need know. to set up a cash app so they... You want advice? You got to cash app me first, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so I asked them, I'm like what are you doing on here if you're married? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you know, we're having problems. And I always tell them, do you think that bringing a third party into the situation is going to solve your problems? No. You need to sit down and talk to the other person. You need to get with them, figure out what's wrong in your relationship. And if you can't work past it, then you need to let each other go. You need because to get a divorce. It's called a divorce. Exactly. <laughs> You know, but a lot of the times they're just like, I don't want to start over. People are actually afraid of starting over because they feel they've invested so much time, but they're not happy. And to me, I feel if you're not happy, why are you still there? You know, try to either try to work it out or let them go so that you can both be happy. You know, but I've Wise had words right there. I've had Amen, people sister. admit that they're married the next Thing, are you single and some of them has uh, actually uh kind of yeah so the next it's question after that the question after that is is there someone in your life that thinks you're in a relationship with them so that that's your question the, or that's this my is on questions no 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 these are my questions that i personally ask you ask on your profile or you ask nope, them in person i asked i asked them um while we're messaging oh, okay. on the app okay you know so these you are some good the, questions, you, by the way. You ask them your important questions, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to be at least talking to them for a week. And yeah. then that's, then you determine if you yeah. go out with them or not. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, if they're married, bye, Felicia. <laughs> you know, boy, bye. <laughs> I ain't got time for no mar- no drama. <laughs> Save the drama for your mama. But, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'll usually kind of give them a little bit of advice, like, you know, do you do you share with anybody that you're going out on dates? Yes, just I do. To, you know, because there For, are, there are cycles and weirdos out um, there. I actually do have a TikTok just talking about safety. So before I go on a date, I always share um, this information with somebody. I let them know where I'm going, who I'm going to be with. I share my location. Um, I always carry my gun mm-hmm. with me. I know sometimes I can't bring it into certain places, but I do carry my gun. What about a knife? Um, I don't have a knife, but I do carry mace. Okay. As well. Carry, so 
And you have long nails. Yeah. And I may not know karate, but I know crazy. And you <laughs> and you crossfit. And I crossfit, yes. <laughs> and I think sometimes I lift more than the guys I go on dates with and that, that that's awkward. Sometimes <laughs> Damn, so, boy, you only 140? Shit, I left you last week yes. three times. <laughs> Get on my mad back squat, you. Uh, yeah, I think somebody didn't, <laughs> after a date, didn't call me back because he was like, how much do you deadlift? <laughs> and it was right after I hit my PR after that competition. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think it was like 235. CrossFit like Quest, that. baby. So he was just Where do you like, CrossFit at? CrossFit <laughs> <laughs> Where's that located? <laughs> it's in a task seat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, a few more questions that you ask, because I gotta, I gotta hear at least a few more questions that you ask these guys, you know, before you give them the opportunity. So another one is, who do you live with, or who lives oh, with you? Because a lot of the times they'll go, they're not married, they're not in a relationship. Nobody thinks they're in a relationship, but then they'll say, "Well, my baby mama lives with me." <laughs> Shit, <what the? laughs> well, uh, that's a problem. <laughs> Like, why does your baby mama? Can or, we go watch Netflix at your house? <laughs> yeah, so obviously that's not going to happen, you know? So if they say something like that, and some of them, I'm sure, lie. But some of them are, you kind of catch them like deer. Because they're not expecting these questions. You know, and you ask them, and they're like, Like a deer in headlights, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So... I ask those questions, you know, and once they pass those, okay, I will continue. And the next are, you know, where do you work? What kind of job do you do? You know, um, because to me, I feel that's important. You know, you need to be stable. And I do ask, like, how long have you been at your job? Damn. Um, I ask, what happened in your last relationship? How long were you in that relationship? Do you ask them if they ever had coronavirus before? No, I don't. You got to ask that nowadays. <laughs> you got to ask them, are they vaccinated? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, and the reason I oh ask about the job and their last relationship is because I want to know stability. Damn. Because if, You're over here, if, you. they've, if they hop around on jobs, that means they don't have no loyalty. No for stability, one yeah. no stability hey. and what i need and what my kids need is stability i got so that was my next question oh, are really? you having fun or are you looking to find like the one i'm having fun while looking for the one <laughs> i feel like the one will find me yeah that's how it is that's what they say yeah. you like, expect it that's yeah. like a puppy too the puppy was that lame no, <laughs> no, it, I mean, it's true. It, it is true. I, I believe it's true. But, but you got also got to be searching at the same time. Yeah. Because you're not, well, not all the time. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you, you got to keep your eyes open, in other words. You know what I'm saying? Like, something can hit you upside the head, but if you don't, what the hell is that? I mean, you, you really got to be, keep so your eyes open. I feel like, like this. The right one's not going to find me if I'm at home. <laughs> well, how do you know? My house. Wait, how do you know it might be the mailman? I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, Amazon guy. <laughs> hey. I'm going to no open shit. the door. Not, not, hey, Amazon got some good benefits. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, like I got to I kind of feel like I got to put myself out there, you know, to find someone. I mean, yeah. you know. You have to. I mean, it's a, it's a you gotta journey. Take risk. You got to you know? take risk. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's just taking risk. Um, and that that's the truth. I mean. Okay. So let's talk about real quick. Um, dating Abby. Um, just run down real quick. What is Dating Abby? Where can they find you? Um, what is your mission? Um, and, you know, what do you plan to accomplish with, uh, you know, what you're preaching to the to the mass? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, out there go ahead bring okay it. so you can find me at on tiktok i'm at abby herrera dot one on facebook i'm dating abby on instagram i'm dating underscore abby and you can email me at dating dot abby dot houston at gmail dot com are they going to be like are they going to be emailing you like their resume or something <laughs> hey, the if, if they're why, interested <laughs> why the email address i'm just curious um, well, I chose to get an email because there might be people that want to communicate with me. Maybe they need advice or maybe 
I mean, need, just for future. Might be a soldier. I need a you, soldier. Well, <laughs> you need to bring out the fax machine. <laughs> the fax machine. <laughs> um, and then also, I have big plans for dating Abby. Like I, it, it's more now, than. Now this is what I want to hear because there's people out there that have plans but don't follow through with them. And they don't, they're too scared or they're frightened or they, they're like in your case in the beginning, like, oh, people are going to talk about me. People are going to say this. Yeah. This is what I want to hear. This is what I want the people to hear because it takes cajones to say, I don't care what nobody says. I'm going to do me and I'm going to succeed and I'm going to help anybody I can along the way. 100% we're going to grow together. Keep, 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 yeah. keep going. So... That's why I have the email because I have bigger plans. So I wanted to go ahead and establish the email so that it's already set so that when my plans start developing, I already have that in place. Are you going to have a podcast? That is one of my goals as well. Can I be on it? Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, can my producer be on it? <laughs> yes, she can. Marie's going to start her own podcast. Watch this. <laughs> hey, she might be my producer. We're talking oh, about that. Shit, Marie. I might steal her from you. I'll pay you more. I'll pay you more. So, um, so tell us a little bit about what's going on in the TikTok world with you and Dating Abby. So I share dating stories mm-hmm. or dating disasters. Um, I give advice. Obviously, I have advice on safety, how to stay safe <sighs> on a date, how to stay safe on the apps. Um, I share questions, like the questions that I just asked, I share those, you know, so I give tips, I give advice, um, just in general, because there's a lot of people that they're starting over and they don't know what to ask. You know, I didn't know what to ask at first. I mean, I went with Island Boy and I didn't ask him a lot of questions, you know, because that was one of my very first dates, you know, And, and I really didn't know. You know, did he have dreadlocks? No. Did he have tattoos on his face? No, but did he, he have did have tattoos. Girl? Did he have a gold girl? No. Oh. No. Then he's not an island boy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's so many things that start when I started, I was like, I don't know what to, what to ask. I don't know what to put on my profiles, you know. Um, I had somebody help me actually create my profile. Um, but then I kind of changed it up a little bit. You know, and now it's just plain and simple. You know, it says that I'm looking for a long-term relationship. You know, I say on there that, you know, if you're looking for pretty much a one-night stand, keep scrolling, you know, because that's not what I'm interested in. Um, I also put on there, I'm not the fittest person in the world, but if you're not trying to be fit and stay active, like, it's not going to work. Because if you're not not doing a quest CrossFit open (laughs) every year, then don't even bother. So because honestly, I want somebody in my life that's going to have the same interests, that's going to have the same goals, that is going to want to be fit. At least try. You you better make sure he likes fishing. I'm just saying. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've I've heard a lot of my friends. They'll say, well, make sure they fish or "Ooh, make sure he has a boat. Or oh yeah, that'd be good. He, he has to ride the motorcycle because <laughs> we got to go riding motorcycles. Nah, that's, that's you know, just important. different things like that. And I'm like, okay, chick, 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 chick. let me put this all <laughs> in my head. But no, in the end, at the end so, of the day, I want somebody that is looking for the same thing I am. You know, and this is kind of funny because a lot of men will ask me, "What are you looking for?" And I don't answer. I never give a straight answer on that. I tell them that I will know once I find it. And the reason I do that is because I've come to find out that if you tell them what you're looking for, they're going to be exactly that for a month mm-hmm. or two. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to go back to themselves. Or a day or two. Okay, I got a question for you, and this just come to me. Okay. So when you find this guy, right, and you feel like, okay, this is the guy I've been searching for. This is what, you know... You know what I what I've been, you know, looking to fulfill what I. What happens with dating Abby then? I mean, do you continue to you know teach, or do you feel like, or do you? I mean, what if he says, "Look, hey, you you know I get it. You, you know you had a good run," because eventually, 
I feel like that's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? You're going to find that someone. And does does dating Abby, I guess it depends how much revenue is coming in, right? <laughs> well, no. Um, I've thought about it as well. Um, so I believe that dating Abby will continue. And it'll be more, I'll still give advice on dating, but it'll be relationship. You know, it'll, it'll kind of change over right a little now. bit. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm a tweak. It'll probably tweak a little bit and it'll be like relationship things that happen in a relationship, things like that, you know, and hopefully my followers will be at that level as well, you know, um, but they'll also have all my videos from before all my advice, you know, I'll still continue to do that advice, but now I have something like, okay, these are issues that are going on in a relationship. How do you get over it? How do you overcome certain things like, you know? Yep. Well, um, another one more question. Damn, you got a lot of questions. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, well, not necessarily a question, but there is a big number coming up on your TikTok, right? And your goal and so oh, it's there already. right now I'm at 1K. So oh, I hit 1K. That's the number I was talking about. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, can, uh, 10K. We're talking answer. 10K. <laughs> yeah. So I hit 1K last Thursday. Uh-huh. And, you know, that to me, it, w- it was amazing. That's been my goal from day one when I first started dating Abby. Um, my next goal is obviously 10K. At 1K, I can go live. But 10K, like to me, that's my next goal. That's where I want to be. That's what's up. So the people can find you at what? So on TikTok, I'm at at abbyherrera.one. Facebook, it's dating Abby. Instagram, it's dating underscore Abby. And then my email is dating.abby.houston at gmail.com. Okay, that's what's up. So everybody go out there and follow Abby so that she can hit her TikTok number and start making some live videos and just getting to know more about dating Abby. All right, uh, before we before we close, because I know you have a, you know you have that you know you have a book and you have another quote that you want to share with everybody. And uh, before you do that, I just want to say thank you again for everybody listening in. <coughs> um, go and give us a follow on Chopping It Up Unfiltered on Instagram. That's one single word. <coughs> Obviously, you can follow my, you can follow me at Sam underscore, I'm sorry, Sam713 underscore KGTYD, all right? That's uh, also where you can find everything Burbank Enterprise is, you know, doing, which is um, CrossFit Quest, Space City Printing, and IGP, which is uh, taking care of everybody Basically, that's what we're doing. Like, we're taking care of anything and everything we can when it comes to every sector uh, that we possibly can get into. Beautiful wife, where can they find my producer? All right. You can find me at 1203Herrera on Instagram and on TikTok. You can find me at at VQZMV. Um, But I'm going to let you know that you're not going to see much on there but my Jeep. (laughs) That's a badass Jeep, too. Abigail. Share with us uh, the final words and close the show out for us. Okay. So this really touched my heart. So I want to share it with y'all. It says, life isn't fair. You know this. I know this. Yet we always wonder why bad things happen to good people. Life is hard, but there are so many things we can learn when we're going through bad times. Take me, for example. I've learned how much a person can care for someone else. I've learned learned to treasure every moment I have with those I love. I've learned to not take things for granted. A handshake from a friend, a conversation, even something as simple as taking a breath. I've learned that even though it's hard, life matters. It could have been easier to just run away from my life. But you've kept me holding on. You're not ready to let go of me yet. And to be honest, you're just as much as a fighter in my battle as I am. When I'm gone, don't run away from life. Even if it's hard, it's full of lessons and happiness and good things. Don't throw it away. Things get hard and things aren't fair. But if you're willing to face your problems head on, things will get better. 
They'll work out and know you'll work through whatever obstacles come your way. At least promise me you'll try. You've showed me exactly what you can do this past month. Believe in yourself. I believe in you. When I read this, I felt that was JR talking directly to me. Um, if that's what you felt, that was him. I mean, he's here. He's never going to leave us. He'll for, he will forever be by our side. And um, God rest his soul. Abigail, you just keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know, my famous saying is just keep grinding. And I know he'll be proud of you. He'll be proud of the baby girls. He'll be proud of everything you're doing. All right, I'm proud of you. Thank I already, you. And I know my producer's proud of you. Right, producer? For sure. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you guys for listening in. We hope that you enjoy the show. We hope to see you back next week or on our next show. And uh, again, thank you again. We'll see you guys later. We out. Top of the class on a roll, and it's time to run it up. Yeah, you know, maxed out, put the pedal to the flow. Hey, on a roll, here we go, here we go. Yeah, we winning by a landslide. Never see me coming on my landmine. Yeah, I ain't taking orders in command light. Yeah, you about to see me on demand light. You know, on demand. If you ain't know, you about to understand Yeah, I got the team by my side, right hand Yeah, take it to a stream, you ain't seen it like that Yeah, and it's the dream, and we coming for the bag Yeah, and we ain't never going back now Future expediting, now we on the fast track now They won't lend a hand, now they see us on the map now It's time to act out Here we go, at the top of the class on the road And it's time to run it up, yeah you know Maxed out, put the pedal to the floor, ayy, on the road.